What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by ashford.edu slash ham. Start your master's degree today. And sleepnumber.com slash ham. And simplysafe.com slash ham. Now to the segment. One thing is clear. Since Sunday night. What we think, what we thought on Sunday night, one of the main storylines of this game would be, and now this offseason, it is Jimmy. And that, you know, I think that was pretty predictable. I don't think we were breaking any ground there with that. But that is what this is becoming and what it will be until he plays another football game. He had a bad playoffs because in the one game where he didn't do anything bad, the Packer game, he's going to get zero credit for. Like he gets, he, honestly, it felt like he got negative credit during the Super Bowl week, right? People kind of use that against him. In the, totally. Minnesota, in the Minnesota game, he just was not good. Now you could say, well, they got one of the best defensive coaches. They got a elite defensive players. He, he wasn't good enough. This game, he had a couple moments where it kind of felt like he got under control, but for the most part, he was really bad. And in the fourth quarter, where if he just, even if you take away, like one of my things is, well, if he was playing well, they would have been up. Okay, that's a hypothetical. Didn't happen. They were still up. And then even when Kansas City, after the pick, he gets the ball back with nine. If he just completes some passes down the stretch, even after they, like you said, when they scored their first touchdown after the third and 15, it's still 20 to 17. It's not like, you know, it was 20 to 20 and they went up 27 to 20. No, they still had the lead. And if he just doesn't go three of 11 in the fourth quarter for 36 yards, he did throw a pick, but the pick was meaningless at the end of the game. He, he was bad. And, and not just mediocre, he was bad. You, you can't win the Super Bowl with that. Like, that was low-level quarterback play. And there is a ton of pressure. And I can't imagine, I mean, no one can relate to this beside a small number of NFL quarterbacks that have played in this game, the pressure going into the game. But wouldn't you say, once the game is going, and you're, like, in the fourth quarter, or, and you'd have to talk to, like, the Favs, the Montanas, the Youngs, the Foles, the Bradys, whoever, do you even, once you get to the fourth quarter, even if the game's tight, are you thinking like, oh my God, this is Super Bowl? Or are you just in football mode? You're just trying to make plays. You're in the rhythm of the game. You're just playing football. Because you'd say, you'd think, like you'd be in a little bit of a rhythm. 
his rhythm got worse because he had some moments after he threw the first pick where he kind of got control of himself and just mm. made some plays. And then the fourth quarter, it's like he resorted back to the way it started in the Minnesota game where it looked like, oh, this Jimmy, this is the playoffs. <laughs> you know, this is – which we understand. There is tangible pressure there. And he kind of crumbled like a cookie guy. Crumbled like a cookie. And they lost. And, the, and Mahomes was the opposite. Mahomes was better. dynamic. Yeah. I mean, not just better. He was awesome. He was making plays. Oh, but but the, I think Kyle would tell you, we didn't need Jimmy to be Mahomes. We just needed him to complete a couple fucking first downs with guys wide open. Just hit the guys in the stomach. Throw easy passes. You could argue the thing that that example – whoever told you or tweeted at you about Ryan, Tim Ryan saying they ran the play 12 times in practice, hit 11 and 12. The one thing, and we talked about this on Sunday night, if you, there's never been a pass, an overthrow, a 10-yard overthrow that's been completed in the, like in the history of the league. And it's just like there's never been a pass completed thrown out of bounds. There have been, though, first downs made on underthrown balls, even that aren't completed, right, because of pass interference. Mm-hmm. And if he just stops, those guys are sprinting full go, he gets wiped out, and you just you don't have a choice. You have to throw the flag. A little like, you know the play that led to the first touchdown for Mahomes to make it 20-17 to 17 where they get the P.I. on Kittle, or I mean Kelsey? Yeah. And it really, like, it, was, it wasn't a great thrown ball. It was underthrown, but right. what does it lead to? A P.I., everyone, the moment, no one, like, no fans are arguing that one. It's like, you got to turn, turn your head. head. It's the favorite, right? You got to turn your head. But it actually benefited Mahomes for underthrowing that football. Can you imagine if he just would have hit like the Chiefs DBs in the ass? They would have wiped out Emmanuel Sanders because he would have slowed down to come back to the ball. And they would have got the ball at the four or five, wherever he would have got taken out. Yeah. To me, when you overthrow it, and we, we talked about this on, I don't, Jimmy's not an overthrow guy, he's an underthrow guy. To me, that shows like his juices are really, really amped up. Kind of like Mahomes on the first pass of his Super Bowl, where it was like a hundred mile an hour Kaepernick fastball. And it was like, they need to see to get Mahomes take a deep breath. And, and I then think the he, second pass, too. He had talked about it during the week. I think he has really worked on being too amped up for games because that's, you don't want to be too amped up. You want to just, it's a cerebral position and then let your body just kind of ease into the game. Where Jimmy, and that's why. What was impressive about Mahomes, right, is as the game went on, he kind of just he, – he just somehow found a way to calm himself while playing at a high level. felt like Jimmy was just, I don't know, jittery or something. On that now, pass is a good example. It was, it was severely overthrown. Now, do you think it's possible – No. That – I don't even know what you're going to say. Part of the reason for that is that Mahomes is just asked to do more. So, like, Mahomes, when it came time for the – I'm, you know, just because he but had, he, but he had a 31 attempts, like you more. said. He Jimmy had 11 more the attempts. Ball. Yeah, yep. But Jimmy, Jimmy, this was not. I would say I would agree if he had had like 13 attempts up to the game. He had thrown the ball a lot. Like they were, they Kyle was asking him to do a lot because yeah, I'm just saying like Mahomes had nine carries, so I, I don't know. The more you do, the more you shake it. The more but you but get I, the I'm moment. talking about that specific throw guy. He's not an overthrow guy, so oh, for I, him, I he really that. amps up. I feel like he was, and I don't, I don't blame Jimmy Garoppolo. Especially on a guy that's hard to overthrow. Yeah, I, I don't blame Jimmy Garoppolo for being, that's part of what makes football so fucking intense in these moments. But clearly, to me, the moment got to him a little bit, which to me is understandable. Now, 
it's not ideal for the Niners. I mean, it'll do a loss. And it might lead to Kyle, the offseason conversation, which I guess the next time we'll hear from Kyle will be at the Combine. What do you think type questions Kyle's going to get, right? Blowing the lead. I, you, you and I could write down 10 questions and 10 things that are immediately going to be asked when the, when the mob is around Kyle and he's up at the Niners podium about blowing the lead, how much he regrets some play calls, if he's wavered on Jimmy. Like, the, 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 to me, the main conversation going into that are going to be about blowing the lead and his, and his uh, confidence in his quarterback, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And I think his answers on blowing the lead will be good, right? Like, I think they'll be insightful. I, I actually think his I th- I would imagine by then too his answers on Jimmy will be insightful. Like we can just keep working through stuff and yeah. Like I don't think he's gonna be. I mean I I wouldn't be opposed just because it would be some explosive podcast content. Like we're exploring all options. Be like whoa, <laughs> right? <laughs> would yeah, you say Herbert guy I like? I think if we get to seven, w- we can would get you him. say if Kyle during his opening press conference at the combine drops, we're exploring our options? That goes viral pretty fast. <laughs> Would that be as explosive as anything that can be said at the Combine? Beside Belichick? Well, actually, Belichick doesn't talk at the Combine. Somehow it's not mandated, even though every coach does it. He just refuses to do it. Did he not go on NFL Network two years ago with Mayock? Did he did. he do that? Yeah. yeah, he did, yeah. But that's different than talking to the yeah, I think Mike's. Mob. Yeah, I think Mike's his guy. Yeah, I don't know. I just think he – who knows? The, the other part, I guess this is partly a conversation, of just like with a few days of hindsight – um, so two quotes, Tyron Matthew, we were grateful they got out of the run and started to throw the ball. Uh, Frank Clark, you paying this guy 140, 130 million, whatever he's getting paid, man, he's got to throw the ball. Obviously he didn't do that. They threw for about 200 yards on checkdowns. That ain't enough to win a game against us. Well, here's my thing. Despite, I mean, Jimmy makes a lot of money. The 49ers are a running team, right? Their their strength is running the football, not passing the football. Despite Jimmy having a successful year throwing the football, he threw 27 touchdowns. But no one would argue, right? If you stop the Niners' run, you're in a you have a pretty good opportunity to win the game. Like that has been all season long. They're, I'm googling right now. How many rushing touchdowns do you think the Niners had this year? Uh, 35? A little high. They, I mean, they had, 20, they had 23. So, oh, they so had, Jimmy threw for more touchdowns than they ran for? I would imagine, though, in the NFL this year. Do this on the fly. The gap is probably bigger. Yeah, I mean, how many teams do you think? I mean, 20-plus rushing touchdowns. That, to me, that feels like a lot. I'm going to, but it, uh, maybe I'm trying to get it relative to the league. Uh, the regular season. Like the Packers had a lot and they were successful. So the uh, Niners led the league in rushing touchdowns by right, two. By two. And you know the teams behind them? Titans. Well, Derrick Henry had a historic year. Ravens, historic running team. Think about that. Niners led the league with rushing touchdowns. For example, like the Saints, who were a 13-3 and really good team, had 12 rushing touchdowns. Uh, any other playoff teams down there? No. But like the Chiefs, who had an excellent offense, 
16, 17. So the Niners are dramatically higher than like the Texans, the Chiefs, Seattle, who's a running team, 15. But they are, I, I don't think, like, I, I'm not offended by those quotes in the sense of like, it's just basic math, right? We stop their run, make him throw the ball. No, so, okay, but is, is it about offense or is it just about like, did the Niners make a mistake? Did Kyle Shanahan make a mistake by not running the ball more, right? We were talking about second and five. And I don't really – I don't like doing too much of this kind of stuff because the amount of information that a coach has when they make a play call is is massive. And Kyle has proven that he's beyond – I mean, no one's beyond reproach, but that he clearly knows what the hell he's doing. But, I, you know, it's also a fair question, I think, particularly when you were – when you led – when you led. Now, the counter to that is you hit some plays, people are like, hell yeah, going for the throat. Right. Yeah. Well, but to, me, it just, to, to me, that's the next step is because they didn't rely on them and they didn't want to. I think that's the clear takeaway from the three playoff games. They wanted to avoid relying on Jimmy Garoppolo. Where Kansas City, who I think why Andy deserves so much credit, like, he finally ran the ball. But he could, at any moment's notice, rely on his quarterback. Even when he was having his shittiest game of the year, they never waver. Because he goes, you know what? If I go down, you bury me with this guy, right? Belichick feels like that with Brady, with Manning, with, with Super Bowl-level quarterbacks. Hell, with Foles. When they won the Super Bowl with Foles, they relied on Foles to make plays. <laughs> you have to be able to rely on your quarterback in the... It's why, to be a top-flight quarterback, and Jimmy's not... Like, we don't talk about Jimmy like... He's an MVP or a Pro Bowl level guy. It's my issue with Lamar. For Lamar to be considered a super top flight guy, can I trust you on third and seven in a playoff game? Lamar can't be trusted right now. It's why I give Deshaun Watson, I'd rather have him right now because I can trust him on third and seven in January. Jimmy can't be trusted right now. And you can say, well, he's proven. In the His own coach doesn't trust him. Think about that. Or, or wanted to avoid those situations at all costs. The Ravens want to avoid that situation with Lamar. The Chiefs would pay for that situation. The Patriots over the years, Brady lives for that. Peyton Manning, Rodgers, not this year right now, but in past years. Russell, yeah. that, that to me is the big step for Jimmy. He's got to become a more consistent passer in big downs. He's going to throw touchdowns. Next year he might have 34 touchdowns, whatever. That's, it's about third and sevens, big plays and big games in the playoffs, which is weird, like – the regular season won't really matter that much for Jimmy, unless it's a disaster. Like, if they're a 10 or an 11-win team, be like, well, can he get it done in the playoffs? It's all going to come down to the playoff game. Because you do expect that this team's going to continue to run the football, and so there are just going to be more moments, like third and 10, where he's got to make a play. Which makes the offseason fun. Yeah, and plays that, by the way, he's made. Like, someone tweeted at me, he hasn't hit that throw all year. I don't think that's true. I mean, he has hit that throw. Well, guy, he hit, it, he hit it on Jalen Ramsey to Emmanuel Sanders on third and 17, remember? That's play against the LA Rams. That's when it happened. Was that over the top, though, or was that? Well, I mean, Jalen didn't run with him. They fucked up, but he hit him. Oh, that's he, right. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. technically wide open. But even if, even if those two Chiefs hadn't been there, he still would have missed them. Like, that's your point, right? Yeah. Whether the DBs were covered or not, he, he, he overthrew them. There was no even opportunity for a completion. Oh, I got a good headline for later. I just saw it, but you'll have to wait on that. Okay, good. Uh, as it relates to Robert Sala, we haven't really talked about him. 
he was, you know, a quarter away. It's funny, John, with seven minutes and change left in the third quarter, Andy Reid's about to lay a dud offensively in the Super Bowl, and Robert Sala's about to hold Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid to 10 points. Right? It was, yeah, it was a big moment. It's about to be a disaster. Like, it's about to be a disaster for Andy. Yep. And, and like, we'd, we'd, we'd have been 36 hours away from, like, should Michigan State hire Robert Sala today? <laughs> the man to play Big 12, Big 10 football. It's crazy how fast it changes. That's that's the society we live in now. It's never changed faster. And you're judged on your last game. It's just life. But I don't think anyone's saying that a Robert Sala stinks. It's just, uh, to me, it's more about how big he was about to become. He's already big. He's going to be a head coach. But how big, how like, what it was, what that talking point would have been. He just held Andy Reid to 10 points. Even if the Niners had won 2017, held both yeah. to 17. I, I honestly, Hell, you could make the case he held him to 24 until it, you know, until the end. If the Niners would have scored a touchdown and won 27 to 24, I don't think Robert Sala would have taken that much heat. It took two late touchdowns for them and even to put some hollow points on the board. Not, not hollow, even would he not be taking. Well, well, I do think that touchdown that gets scored where you're just selling out to try and stop the guy so you can get a first, so you can call a timeout. I feel like that that happens all the time in that situation, right? Where somebody the, busts a run. That that's the that's the twenty first point. I'm talking about just the two four. The fourteen points were not hollow. That point. That that the twenty first. The third right. one was right, right, the right. two ones were real because they were they were drives, right? Yeah. So what I'm saying though is, even if they uh, if once they, they scored w- that, they couldn't. They weren't going to win. But but so the Sanders play, they score. It's twenty seven twenty four. The Niners win twenty seven twenty four. I mean, you could argue even if it's twenty four nothing, you're like, God damn, he did a pretty good job. You're saying I'm if sorry. the Niners lost twenty four nothing. If the Niners lost twenty four to twenty, sorry. Yeah, I got you. I'd be like, well, what what else can we ask him to do? But if I told like, you before but, the Super Bowl, but, but what if, you got to get you got it. But to me, it's you can't play that game when you're up twenty to ten. Yeah, yeah. I, but if I told you before the Super Bowl, uh, you give up twenty four points if you're the Niners. Do you take that? You do. do you play but but if I but if I told you you're up twenty ten in the fourth quarter, it changes it. Yeah, I don't. And and honestly, I'm not even positive that you do take that. I mean, for two people that talked about the over, it's still like at twenty four. Yeah, I mean, I, I have faith that Kyle Shanahan would get. More than twenty points. What was the final score? Thirty-one twenty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guy, they, they had twenty points pretty early in the third quarter. They couldn't score another fucking point. Like it's yeah. that. That's where that's where to me the heat goes more on Jimmy because I when Kyle calls plays, they're gonna work. It's on the quarterback then to execute them. That's we're not talking Freddie Kitchens here. This guy is proven he dials up good shit, and that's why Kittle's going. I'm wide open, and Jimmy is freaking. But like I, I understand why Jimmy the moment's big and it got to him, so it there's more questions than answers right now on young good looking Jimmy Garoppolo. Or he might not be good enough to win a Super Bowl. Oh, and that's what we're gonna find out over the next probably year or two, because this team is equipped to make runs. The good news for him is he's played in one. That is the good news as long as he stays in the mix. Like if they yeah. miss the playoffs next year. I would if like you told me they went nine and seven next year and don't make the playoffs. I'd say Jimmy Garoppolo's probably gone. Uh, yeah. Which I is cool. Been. I like the the stakes are raised now. That's what happens when you lose in the Super Bowl. Stakes are raised. That's why the Rams fired a bunch of people and made a bunch of crazy trades. Like when you go to the Super Bowl and lose. Like if the Chiefs went nine and seven next year because Mahomes got hurt, missed a month, or you'd be like, well, whatever, Andy Super Bowl champ. <laughs> You know, the party's going to last a year, yeah, even though be, it would suck, but 
the, if the Niners do not make the playoffs, heads are rolling, guy. As they should. Like, the, the standard has fucking been raised for the quarterback. Uh, all right, before we move on, John, let's tell the people this podcast is brought to you by Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Sleep is vital for healthy living, strengthens your immunity in this time of worldwide illness, increases the ability to focus, sharpens cognitive function, improves physical health and emotional well-being. There is so much that sleep does for you. Get your best sleep with the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. Guy, you know Mahomes probably has Sleep Number Smart Bed. Andy probably has one. I would imagine Goodell has one as a partner of him. I love my Sleep Number Smart Bed. I know you do too. Sleep Number's beds allow you to adjust each side because a lot of people's beds, there are multiple people sleeping in that bed. And we all don't, you know, like the same firmness. Haberman likes concrete. I like pillow soft. And, uh, and that's why Sleep Number adjusts to every human. Again, discover proven quality sleep and save 50% on the 360 limited edition smart bed during the ultimate sleep number event only at sleep number store or sleepnumber.com slash ham sleepnumber.com slash ham go get it might as well just tell them about simply safe now too all right podcast also brought to you by simply safe this is my favorite thing to say i love this part Every night, local police departments receive hundreds of calls from burglar alarms. They don't know what's going on. All they know is an alarm's going off. They don't know if there's a crime. They're just a motion sensor. Simply Safe home security is different. They use real video evidence to give police eyewitness accounts of the crime. This means that police dispatch up to, and you know the analytics guys like this, 350% pass, uh, faster than for a normal burglar alarm. Guy. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide. Uh, it's only fifty cents a day with no contracts. Visit simplysafe.com/ham. You'll get free shipping and a sixty-day risk-free trial. You'll get you got nothing to lose, guy. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com/ham so they know that Haberman Middlecoff sent you. That's simplysafe.com/ham. All right. Um, so Tom Brady. This was a story on Sunday morning. Good little Super Bowl story. A little Schefter, a little curveball out of nowhere. Yeah, this was at about, uh, I was in the car. I remember when I when I heard it on radio, I think I texted you immediately. Voice to text. I'm a big voice to text guy, which can be frustrating sometimes. Your Siri doesn't always know what you're saying. I, well, I see that Siri sent it. I, I saw that for the first time today. It said, you text me and it said, Siri sent it. I, really? I, yeah, I've never voiced a text in my life. I don't, do, I don't fuck with Siri. I voice to text constantly. I, I never, but you never text and drive or anything, do you? Uh, well, I, I like to say no, but when I'm at a stop, I, I have, I can honestly say I've never used Siri in my life and I don't think I will. It's very I, like 1980s middle cop. I use Siri all the time in the car and I do it at home. Like I'll just be, usually I'll get home, right? I'll make, get into a snack. I'll just be like, Hey Siri, text middle. And I'll be like, I'll be on in 10 minutes. That happens. When you get that text, that's a Siri voice to text. See, my, I, I think and this is not something to be proud of, guy. My phone is in my hand all the time. It's it's it's. But sometimes I'm doing something with my hands, you know. Yeah, my my phone making is, something to eat. Even when I'm doing it, it's right next to me. That's why I. That's just, why it is right next to me. I, it's right next to me. I'm making something to eat. I'm just going, hey Siri, text middle call. I, I just I, something about Siri. I don't know. I've never connected with her. I know. I understand. She can be frustrating. She can. Um, anyway, so save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.